0: Okay, uh, we are in the middle of a series uh, called the Sermon on the Mount, the Way of Jesus. And we have been walking through passage by passage, scripture by scripture, uh, through uh, Matthew. It's the very end of 4, but then Matthew 5. And we're in the midst of Matthew 6. And as the Lord would have it, he's got us talking. The passage that we were looking at was the Lord's Prayer. And we looked at that a couple weeks ago. And of course, look. We are not great sermon series planners at ECF. We do what the Lord tells us to go do. And he was the one that told us to do the Sermon on the Mount. And however it was, I didn't do the math, but well, we got to prayer right at the beginning of the year, right as we were doing a corporate prayer and fasting. I was like, oh, Lord, thank you for being such a better planner than me. Uh, and so we got into this, and I really felt the Lord say to stay on prayer And Pastor Andy sort of, you know, he got that confirmation as well. Stay on prayer for a couple weeks, especially while we're doing this. So I'm not going to read out of Matthew, but I am going to read two portions of Scripture out of Acts. So if you want to go to Acts chapter 4, I'm going to read two passages out of, of Scripture out of Acts. Acts 4 and then Acts 16, I believe it is. And last week we looked at sort of this, the progression of prayer... And we're going to look at that in a little bit different light again this morning. And the progression of prayer from now, you can go back and listen to last week's message. But basically, we, we looked in the scripture and said that when we pray, God immediately sends the supernatural help. It's already working in the spiritual realm. And, and we've seen that in our own lives, that God begins to move and work, even if we don't see what we're praying for happen that immediate time when we pray. It's, the Bible shows us that God is already moving supernaturally in our lives, and working in those circumstances and situations. And then we said we saw that the Lord had uh, woken Peter up in prison. So there was, an, there was some, somebody had to be awakened. There had to be someone woken up, and God does that when we pray. Sometimes when we pray, God wakes somebody else up to move on our behalf. God moves through us. He moves through his people, and he does supernatural things. But many a times, when you need something, a financial blessing, the money doesn't grow on the tree. Could he grow money on a tree? Probably sure. Yes, I'm certain he can, if he wanted to. But he does, he works through people. So when we pray for something, he wakes somebody up, and, and he just puts somebody on their, on their heart and says, hey, why don't you go give that, some, that person a gift card? And then that person is obedient and does it. So when we pray, God is already moving and working, and he wakes somebody up to help answer that prayer. And then, once those two things begin to happen, God does this work in the natural Well, I want to talk about when we pray today, when we pray that God shakes things up, you're like, yeah, no, because he shakes us up. And this is what's a very interesting, there's two passages of scripture that I want want to read through and I want to look at those and show what the Lord is doing when people are praying. God shakes things And many a times I have found in my own life, when I pray about something, when I pray for something, guess who gets shook? Me. It's because he wants to align me, he wants to align my heart. His goal for us is wholeness. So many a times when we pray, God does a work on the inside of us first before the answered prayer begins to happen. Because he doesn't want to answer that prayer and leave you right where you were. Many times we're praying for something, but the Lord will not answer it right away because he wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. And there's a shaking that he does, and we're going to look at that here in in the scripture. Acts 4, verse 23. I'm going to read all the way down through 31, and then I'm going to read the second passage and we'll talk about it. And being let go, they went to their own command. Now, this is the early church. They're gathered together. They're with one another. They're fellowshipping with one another, they're together, they're in the synagogues, they're in the houses together. Their own companions are reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord. They began to pray corporately. They began to pray as a group. They raised their voice to God in prayer in one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Who by the mouth of your servant David have said? And then they quote a passage from David. It says, Why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stands and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Verse 27. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. God's got a plan, church. The takeaway here is God's got a plan. Even when it doesn't look like something's happening the way we think it needs to happen, God is working a plan in your life. Verse 29. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Now the the church, the people that are praying are asking for something. They're saying, Lord, grant us boldness to speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. The place was shaken. As they were praying, as they were asking the Lord, they were reaching out, and the Lord began to literally shake the foundations of the place they were in. But He didn't just do a shaking. Look what He's done next. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the answer to their prayer, and they spoke the Word of God with boldness. Look at the progression there. They were praying. They were asking the Lord, what were they asking for? Boldness. Before the boldness happened, what happened? There was a shaking. There was a foundation that was moving. There was things that were uncertain. And they were saying, I just, I, my trust is in God. Even though I'm feeling shaken, I'm feeling uncertain. And what did God do? Come and he filled them with his spirit. And how many a time? sometimes we have to get rid of things in order for us to be filled? and that shaking here i believe is almost metaphorically for us that when he begins to shake things begin to fall off of us and things begin to that are not firmly rooted begin to fall off of us and then he can come and do the filling in our life through his holy spirit and it was after those things happened then the prayer was answered they didn't pray and then boldness came they prayed they were shook they were filled And then the boldness happened. So it's interesting how God works in our lives. He's always looking to do a work in us. How many of you prayed for somebody else? And then God does a work in you. Dear Lord, reveal to that person what they are doing, the pain that it's causing me, the offense that I'm taking, right? I mean, we're all human. Like, we begin to pray like we're praying for somebody else. And the Lord is just like, okay, I hear your prayer, because he hears all of our prayers. He's like, I want to do a little work on the inside of you first. Why are you getting offended at that person? What is it about that person that's making you feel that way? And and he always wants us to look internally. Like, we could spend all day looking excellent. I don't know about you. I don't know. I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying for you. And the Lord's always just like, yeah, okay, that's great, but... How about when when you pray, and these scriptures are showing it, he's doing a work on the inside of us first. You want boldness? They had to be shook and then filled, and then the boldness came. So we want boldness to share, share share the gospel, but we're not willing to hear what the Lord is telling us to do differently in our own lives. We want boldness and we want power. We want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Because that's what they were asking for. But first they had to be shook. First we have to be shook. And the Lord will reveal to us during the shaking what is not firmly planted on him and on him alone. You drive by, you see, and you'll do this now for the rest of this week and next week as they clean up all these trees. Every time you see a tree fall, Let it be a reminder to you of this message that, Lord, is there anything in me that's not rooted and grounded in you right now and remove that from my life? Do I have idols in my life that I've set before you? Is there something in my life that I'm setting my trust and hope in that needs to come down like that tree? Lord, reveal that to me. Acts 16, 25. This is further along in Acts, and if you notice, you know, they prayed for boldness and signs and wonders, and how many have read the book of Acts? Uh, Yeah, it's filled with signs, wonders, and miracles. So that prayer got answered over and over and over and over and over again. But first he shook them, then he filled them, then the answered prayer. Acts 16, 25, very similar story in the sense of how God is working here. But at midnight, Paul and Silas, okay, they are in prison, first of all, let's set the Set where they are at. They're not at midnight at a prayer conference. Okay? They're not at New Beginnings at 7 p.m. on Friday. Okay? Now, if you all go there, it'll be, this is wonderful, this is great, praise the Lord, this is good. No. They were in prison. And can I tell you what prison was like then? We have children here. So I probably will not explain it in graphic detail. Prison was not like the local prison down the street. Prison was a terrible, horrible place to be. It was ruthless, it was brutal, it was disgusting, it was all the things you could imagine. You don't need to go look it up, just think, not good. But here Paul and Silas are there, they're in prison, and they are praying and singing hymns to God. I don't know what situation you're in, or where you're at in life, you're certainly not in the prison that Paul and Silas are in because you're here, and I see you. And those who are watching online wouldn't be watching either if they were in this situation. But they had the boldness and and the faith in God to pray and sing hymns to him even in the midst of the most horrible situation you could imagine. And the prisoners were listening to them, it says. And then in verse 26, suddenly there was a great earthquake. And I want to tell you something. This suddenly here It didn't happen the moment they started singing praises. It happened while they were singing praises. It happened while they were praying. God answers us when he's asking us to to start the process. He's asking us to say, okay, present that request to me. Worship me. Trust in me. I am good. I am faithful. And when we begin to pray like that, when we pray in faith, and we're going to probably talk about that next week, what does it mean to pray in faith and truly believe that God will move and work in our lives? They are singing hymns, Then suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Verse 27, then the keeper of the prison Awakened from sleep, seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword, he was going to take his life. But Paul called out in a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. And he called out for a light, he ran in, he fell down, this is the, the guard trembling before Paul and Silas, and he brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And when they spoke the word of the Lord to him, to all who were in his house. What did they pray for back in Acts chapter 4? That there would be a boldness to share God's word with a moving of miracles. And then here in Acts 16, they are praying and they are worshiping and a shaking happens. And the very same thing the church was praying for in Acts chapter 4 begins to manifest right there in Acts chapter 16. Again, you can see it all through Acts. I'm just picking these ones out because they have to do with shaking. God ends up doing, they're praying and they're worshiping and then God does a shaking and then what does he do? Then the miracles start to happen. But first the shaking happens. Then the doors are opened. Then the chains come off. How many of you in your life right now need some doors that need to be opened? Maybe financially, maybe for a job, maybe for resources, maybe for this, for that. When you begin to pray and believe in faith and say, Lord, you do the work, you do the shaking, change in me what you need to go change. He then goes and does the other work. How many of you have chains that need to come off today? Things that you've been held to, bondage to. God can do that work and he does it first through the shaking. See, the doors are opened. And the chains fell off because of the shaking. And only God can do that shaking. When we pray, church, God shakes things up. The first thing we can see, and I'll just walk through kind of the progression of what we saw here, is that we saw people were praying. They were praying for boldness. They were praying for healing. They were praying for signs and wonders. They were praying to get out of prison. They were praying... And then after they're praying, we see what? God does a shaking. He was shaking the foundations. He was waking people up. He was getting something off that needed to be off. How many of you have dogs here? Okay. I got two dogs. I say that. Okay. I love our dogs. Mostly. Sometimes. Seldomly. Periodically. Okay. (laughs) So our dogs, and as I was talking, I was writing down this message, and they came in from outside. Of course, it's snowing outside. And what does a dog do when they come in? When there's something on them that they want off of them, right? They they shake, right? They they start going like this, and there's snow going everywhere and dirt going everywhere. But they're designed to get the stuff off of them that they don't want on them anymore. And you know, God wants the same thing for us. I'm not calling you dogs. I'm not calling you a wet dog. Okay, hear me out. Follow, track with me here for a second. God wants us to remove the things that need to be removed in our life. And he does that through shaking us, through challenging us. And sometimes there's circumstances and situations in our life that he didn't author, but he will use. Sometimes there's tragedy in our life that is completely from the enemy. But the Bible says he will use all things together for good. And many times he will use those situations as a shaking, not that he did them, but that he will then use them. And out of them, he will reveal to you what he is going to go do. These foundations, you saw in, this, in the past scriptures that we read, God does his shaking. Those foundations were moved. Literally, the jail moved enough that the doors opened and the chains fell off. That's a pretty big shaking. I don't know about you, but I've, you know we've been in some minor earthquakes here in Erie, Pennsylvania. You're just like, oh, what was that? You, you know, check on Twitter or go on the news and say, oh, there was a minor earthquake that happened. But this was one that shook the doors open. So God wants to do a shaking in our life. It's, a, it's, a, it's like the dog. I mean, it's a major shaking. He wants us to really He wants to reveal to us the things that we need in this new year as we're praying and as we're fasting. He wants to reveal to us the things that are on us that we've been that we've either put on or lies that we've believed or all these things, you know, these fear and anxiety. He wants to shake that all off. He wants to reveal it to us. And he wants our firm foundation to be in him and him alone. Sid, if you want to come back up. I believe he's challenging us this morning. And I'd like us just to take a moment now, even as we're about to close here in a few minutes. What is God speaking to you right now? I know we sort of did that a little bit during worship, but during that last song. But why don't we just take a moment, even right now, just with our eyes closed, and then I'll finish the message here in just a minute, to say, Lord, what is it in my life that needs to be removed? What is it in my life that needs shaken off? Maybe it's a lie that you're not good enough. Maybe it's a lie that you need to be perfect for God to love you or to move in your life. My personal testimony from this week clearly shows that's not the case. Maybe you've been walking around with this fear and anxiety of the future of 2024 and what it might bring. The Lord's asking you to to shake that off this morning. That that's the shaking that he wants to go do. And you can't do it on your own. We need God's help. Because we look in those passages of Scripture, is not only did he do the shaking, but then he filled filled them up. So in a moment, we're going to pray. We're going to ask the Lord to do what he can do. And he's already revealed to us some of the things we've been putting our trust and our hope in. Maybe it's our bank account. Maybe it's our job, whatever, relationship. Whatever is not of him, we cannot put our trust in. Not only will He, I believe, begin the process of shaking those things off, revealing those things to us, but I believe this morning He wants to do a filling of us as well. A fresh wind, a fresh spirit, a fresh fire, a fresh filling in our life, just like He did to that early church. And after those things happen, then God answers the prayers, the specifics. Just ask the Lord this morning. Reveal that to me, Lord. Take a moment. For me, it has been, and the Lord continues to shake this up in me, is, is this performance, this ability to get things done, achievement, and yet He may have created me that way, but He doesn't love me because I perform well. He doesn't love me because I can get a to-do list done. He loves me because he created me. And I believe that God does want to do a shaking of us even this morning. But he never leaves us that way. He'll also fill us with his spirit and anoint us today. Everyone's head bowed and eyes closed today. I just want to pray for you. Dear Lord, Lord, shake us up today. Shake us up, Lord. Lord, reveal to us the things in which We have placed as our firm foundation ahead of you. Lord, reveal to us this morning things that we have been believing that do not align with your word. Lord, we cast down every lie of the enemy. We cast on every weapon formed against us in the name of Jesus. Lord, this isn't a prayer that we say lightly. Lord, it's a a bold prayer and it's a scary prayer. Lord, but we do ask you, Lord, to shake us. Shake the foundation so we can see and know what we are standing on. And Lord, reveal to us those things because we don't want to go another day without our firm foundation being you and you alone. And Lord, we don't know what's going to transpire in 2024. We don't know the ups, the downs, the elections, the wars, the th- everything that's coming in 2024, Lord. We want to, we want to this year to go through the year with our hope secure in you. With our foundation in you. So Lord, just shake us today. Lord, and we take all those things that you've brought to our minds and we give them to you. We shake them off. Say, I don't want him anymore. Can't live with them anymore. We shake them off. And so, Lord, even now we ask for a fresh filling of your spirit. We read in the we read that package, the passage, the shaking happened, then the filling. And so, Lord, you've been shaking some of us. You have been shaking. You're beginning to shake some of us even this morning. And, Lord, now we're asking for your filling, the filling of your Holy Spirit, a fresh anointing for 2024, a fresh wind, a fresh fire, blowing through our lives, through our church, through our families, through our schools. Lord, I ask that you would fill us up today. Fill us up, Lord. Fill us up. And Lord, we ask, just like the early church asked, for that boldness to share what you've done for us. A boldness to share the gospel with the signs, miracles, healings, and wonders that follow. So, Lord, may 2024, as you shake and remove things from our life, as you fill us with your spirit, that we will then see answered prayer after answered prayer of you doing work in our lives that we don't have to strive for, but that you will lead us and guide us and direct us. And Lord, I pray specifically for doors to be open and chains to be broken. That as you, as we, as we, as you fill us up, Lord, and as we begin to see you more clearly, that you begin to open doors that need opened and break chains that need broken. We thank you for it in your precious name we pray. Amen? Amen. God is so good. He is so faithful. It's what his message has been all through uh, this morning. Guys, as we close, we have some prayer leaders that will come up, that will be up here uh, as we close. They can pray for you. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you're like, man, and Pastor, I've been to the church, I've been here before. I just have never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I feel that in my heart today. Come up, they will pray for you. Maybe you've been, you've been, you know, received Jesus a long time ago, and God has just been calling you back. He's been doing that shaking on you. And you just want to share that with someone, have them pray for you. They'll be up here, and they can pray for you. Let me close this morning with this benediction. Out of 2 Peter 1. Just receive this today. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and our Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Lord, we thank you that your divine power has given us all things. Lord, that that we would leave here today, not just shaken, but filled. Filled with your spirit and with a boldness. And Lord, you do the answered prayers. You do the miracles. You do the signs and you do the wonders. We give you all the honor and praise. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys are dismissed. We love you. We'll see you Wednesday night at prayer or Friday or both at the worship.